What's good guys, Ross Potter here and this is the RP Coaching Podcast where we'll talk about training, nutrition, mindset and everything in between. Created with you in mind, this podcast aims to educate and help you to tick those boxes daily. If you do enjoy the content, show me a little love, subscribe and share. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, guys, to another episode with the wizard himself, Mr. Ian Velt. We are on to the next in our series, and today we're going to cover the topic of sleep. So, Ian, a warm welcome. Welcome back. Thank you very much. So, sleep. Let's try and wrap it up in a nutshell. Starting off with, what is good sleep? Good sleep, I'd say, is uh, linked into what's known as your circadian rhythm, um, or basically your sleep-wake cycles. So there's a couple of hormones involved in this. So number one is cortisol, or your stress hormone, which for most people they're a bit worried about stress, um, but in this case it's a good thing. Um, So we want your stress hormone to be as high as possible when you wake up. So upon waking, that's when you want sort of your peak of of your cortisol uh, rhythm. So and as that goes through the day, you should pretty much remain quite high until about midday. After this, it will start reducing. So your cortisol starts dropping down from midday and should reach its lowest point by around sort of 10 p.m. Um, on a normal circadian rhythm. And at that point, you'll actually have an increase of melatonin, which many people I'm sure have heard about, which is your sleep hormone. So if you've had your, um, so if your sleep hormone comes out, then you drift off to nice sleep, rest, you rest and recover through the night, in which you'll have four hours of physiological or uh, physiological or physical recovery, and you'll have four hours of psychological or uh, brain recovery. So if everything's going well, that's how your day will look. Uh, the The issue usually comes when uh, stimulants or stress in our daily lives actually activates cortisol at the wrong times of day, and then it affects our sleep patterns, which has a huge amount of effects. Detrimental mm-hmm. effects, <clears throat> which we will go through um, yeah. as, as the sort of episode progresses. Um, and we will cover that next, obviously what happens when we don't get the sleep we need. So good sleep, obviously without sleep we can't function. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we cease to function without bad sleep. And we will get on to all of the things we can do to improve sleep in the next episode, it's worth saying that. So we're going to cover the issues of sleep first, and then we will go into everything that you can do to help get better sleep. So, Ian, what happens when we don't get the sleep we need? I think for for most people, um, well, a lot of sort of high performers that I've seen, at least, they they sort of grew up thinking sleep is for pussies, um, <laughs> and and they were like, you know. You know, don't sleep because you know it, that you'll you'll get less done, kind of thing. So they try and survive on four to six hours sleep. Um, so it's kind of one area where people are slowly coming round to the fact that oh, actually, if I sleep more, I you know I, I get more out of my days. So Much I'm more productive. productive. Exactly. So it's definitely um, definitely something to to look at um, and try and optimize um, because we found that actually the less sleep people have in their lives, the less time they live. So there's a pretty much linear curve with that at the moment. So there it is, guys. 
Sleep more, live longer. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll get more done, but then you're like, well, you'll live less. So, so ultimately, you're just cheating yourself. I think, uh, I think actually that relates quite well to people that work night shifts. Mm. Um, I think there was a lot of studies done with yeah. the the sort of more normal work routine compared to that of shift workers and night workers. Um, there was a massive um, difference between sort of life expectancy, stress levels and digestion, yeah, sleep, increases. hormones, yeah, everything. Yeah. So it really does um, just show the importance of how fundamental sleep is. I mean, you know how bad you feel when you don't sleep, the moods, the mood swings, the it, everything stems from bad sleep. Mm. It's, it's one of those things that needs, you know, especially if you are doing night shifts and you don't have any choice in the matter, it's something you need to try and really optimise on the other side. So even thinking about taking some melatonin in a sort of capsule form to try and get your sleep cycles back to normal as soon as possible. Because I think they labelled uh, night shifts as a, basically a, a carcinogen. So uh, sort of a good way to get sick is pretty much it. So, so there you are. There's something recently I think in the newspaper saying actually that um, something like 60% of the nation at the moment are overweight or obese and 50% of the NHS staff are overweight or obese. So so it's... Yeah, and you look at the correlation, um, obviously with stretch working hours and, and the emergency services, mm. as stretched as they are, mm. then there's, a, there's very good reason as to why this is happening and why there's an epidemic. Mm. Um, and it's quite scary. It really is yeah. quite scary when you look into it, but um, which is why yeah, if everyone who's listening can start to take care of themselves a bit better, then we'll take the pressure off the uh, NHS, and we won't need as much money in there. Yeah, so, so look after just, yourselves. Just again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happens when we don't get the sleep we need? Um, let's list a few things. Uh, number one, probably that everyone's interested in is uh, actually increased weight gain. So if you don't sleep enough hours, which at the moment, research says between seven to nine hours. Um, so I usually sweet spot it at eight. Um, I know myself that eight hours is pretty much where I wake up and can leap out of bed. Um, if I get seven and a half, I'll be dead to the world. <laughs> so with me on, on the other end, I, I normally <laughs> live off six and a half. Yeah. And I actually, you know, through routine, yeah. I always generally find that works. Mm-hmm. And then when we do the bloods, when I do the bloods with Ian. Firstly, it's always, how's your, how's your hydration? Not good enough. How's your sleep? Yeah, I could sleep more. So it, they're common issues, and, and I'm yep. guilty. I'm not sat here preaching, mm. saying that I'm perfect, because I'm, I'm not. I am in the same boat, and we do need more sleep. Yeah, we're all trying to, we're all, trying to we're all on this uh, journey together. We just need to try and figure out what's sort of optimal for us. And like I say, some people may well be able to survive off uh, sort of six hours or, or around that of sleep but I think again the research that's being done on this more and more um, I think they said if you if you sleep less than six hours a night you have the testosterone actually if you sleep less than six hours a night for a week you'll have the testosterone levels of a man who's 10 years your senior so so there we are guys not great perform in the bedroom get more sleep don't stay up all night correct yeah (laughs) get it in and out before seven Good times, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, going back to the weight gain. Um, this the main reason behind this is usually actually insulin levels. So they found that again, there's a sweet spot. So if you don't have enough sleep, so sub sort of six hours sleep, then you're likely to have a higher insulin level. And then if you have 
a too much sleep, you also have the same thing. So you actually increase your probability of pre-diabetes and diabetes and blood sugar problems and obviously weight gain that goes along with that if you sleep too much or too little. So it is really important to kind of try and hit that nice sweet spot, which is around hit, the eight-hour mark. Hit that G-spot. Mm-hmm. It's the game plan. So, so definitely try and attack that. There's another, there's another side effect along with that, which is increased appetite. So when you don't have enough sleep, your body is constantly saying, I'm, I do not have the energy to survive. It must be because of food or it must be because of nutrition. So your body, your brain will keep saying, eat, eat, eat. My so bad, would you say that's enough. through the day or would you say that's sort of especially at certain periods, you know, when, especially when people say, oh, I'm so ravenous, I could eat everything in sight. Is that generally sort of towards the end of the day? Does it, does it, does it, have, a, does it have a sort of curve? Or? If you, well, at the end of the day, it's probably more linked to neurotransmitters in the brain, um, which is a bit different um, subject. But um, you'll probably find most people will have more control in the morning where at night time, control just disappears. And so that, that is definitely a correlation there. But in terms of appetite increasing f from lack of poor sleep, you're gonna find it's actually uh, probably more the snacking thing because you'll always be looking, your body's basically at a, a level of stress that it can't take and it's trying to figure out how to get around it. And the only way to get around it is actually to have a nap. But So if you have a nap, your hunger will disappear and you'll feel fine. But most people, they can't do that, so they'll just keep eating. I think that ties in nicely with the office job, the office worker, yep. the standard nine to five, have your lunch, hit that one half one slump where you're completely out of it, looking for the snacks, looking for the Coke, the chocolate yep. bar, something to refuel you to get you through the next few hours yeah. of the day. Well, it's, yeah. it, it's uh, peaks and troughs yeah. all the time. And the issues with offices, as I'm sure you know, is that it's, um, it's, a, it's a place where everyone has a birthday at least once a year. Um, and and so and there's usually a good you know there's a good amount of people there which means every week there's a birthday there's cake there's candy there's chocolates whatever it is is going to be around and people will not say no if they're in that sleep deprived situation. Also, everyone has some naughty little treats in their office drawer. <laughs> Everyone's got their reserves. You know who you are. Everyone's got your <laughs> reserves. Your Mr. Kiplins, your uh, Twix bars, and your snacks and stuff with an afternoon tea. So again, <laughs> that's how sleep can affect. Yeah, yeah. So some other fun ones. So obviously we mentioned the decreased testosterone a moment ago, but it's actually yeah been found that so it's, a, it's an important one to sort of focus on that if you don't have enough sleep, your testosterone levels will drop down, making it harder to improve muscle, um, make it harder to recover from exercise. So all round recovery is really important with that yeah and i think it's important not just necessarily testosterone in men mm. but especially for females with uh, maybe worse recovery where protein's not high enough amino acids are not high enough hydration's bad when you throw sleep into the mix as well and you wake up and you sort of you still got leg doms 15 days after you did legs mm -hmm. uh there's some serious issues that need to be addressed and, yeah. and sleep is usually the first yeah i mean that's the thing and, and with stress Sleep is the cure. So if you, you, you basically digest your cortisol at night, and that's the main time when you do it. So you need it, basically, throughout the day. It's like Pac-Man, so right? Just going around, chomping up the stress. Exactly. So, and you need, you need it. You need to, so for most people, if they're not sleeping well, if they're stressed in their lives, then they're not, you know, that's, when, that's a recipe for disaster. So yes, there's stress in life. We all have it to a certain extent. Um, so we want to make sure that we manage those as much as possible. 
but to get a good night's sleep will go a long way to improving overall ability to recover and to get better results in the gym as well. Whilst sleep is not necessarily going to improve external stressors, you know, things that we, we generally can't control that happen every day for the internal stressors is going to be your holy grail mm. um, for, for kind of rebalancing everything to start your day correctly. And one thing I'm quite interested in at the moment, which is uh, sort of learning impairment. So the fact that um, kind of longevity, especially when we, as we get older, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, all these things are starting to come into play a lot more now. And we can see that there's, there's correlations between poor sleep and learning impairment and basically the, the brain slowly getting taken out um, with sort of um, arterial plaques and stuff that are on the brain or plaques that are on the brain. So, so having, so having a good night's sleep will mean you can think better, which means you can be more productive in the day, which again, in terms of training as well, you, means you'll get more drive because you'll be able to focus on what you're doing. You'll be able to push those reps. Your nervous system will work better to actually be able to push you know, those two, three important reps at the end of the sets. So but if you're knackered, you're like, can't be bothered. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. We've all walked into the gym, thought, what am I doing? And you've tried to push out a session. And yeah, it is not <clears throat> beneficial to try and train through those huge slumps. Mm. What would be more beneficial at that point would be to say, do you know what? Listen to my body. What is my body telling me to do? It's telling me to go home, to hydrate, to sleep, to rest, and then attack it again tomorrow. Mm. Obviously, you can't attack it again tomorrow if you do the same and you repeat the same process. Mm. If you're repeating the same habits, then expect the same outcome. There then we have the issues related with a lack of sleep stay tuned for episode number two in this mini series where we will discuss how to optimize sleep